24. From the same to the same. Churchill. Little did I imagine, my dear mother, when I sent off my last letter, that the delightful perturbation of spirits I was then in would undergo so speedy, so melancholy a reverse. I never can sufficiently regret that I wrote to you at all. Yet who could have foreseen what has happened? My dear mother, every hope which made me so happy only two hours ago has vanished. The quarrel between Lady Susan and Reginald is made up, and we are all as we were before. One point only is gained. Sir James Martin is dismissed. What are we now to look forward to? I am indeed disappointed. Reginald was all but gone, his horse was ordered and all but brought to the door. Who would not have felt safe? For half an hour I was in momentary expectation of his departure. After I had sent off my letter to you, I went to Mr. Vernon, and sat with him in his room, talking over the whole matter, and then determined to look for Frederica, whom I had not seen since breakfast. I met her on the stairs, and saw that she was crying. "'My dear aunt,' said she, "'he is going. Mr. de Courcy is going, and it is all my fault. I am afraid he will be very angry with me, but indeed I had no idea it would end so.' "'My love,' I replied, "'do not think it necessary to apologize to me on that account. "'I shall feel myself under an obligation to any one "'who is the means of sending my brother home, "'because,' recollecting myself, "'I know my father wants very much to see him. "'But what is it you have done to occasion all this?' "'She blushed deeply as she answered, "'I was so unhappy about Sir James that I could not help. "'I have done something very wrong.' I know, but you have not an idea of the misery I have been in, and Mamma had ordered me never to speak to you or my uncle about it, and— You therefore spoke to my brother to engage his interference, said I, to save her the explanation. No, but I wrote to him. I did indeed. I got up this morning before it was light, and was two hours about it, and when my letter was done I thought I never should have the courage to give it. After breakfast, however, as I was going to my room, I met him in the passage, and then, as I knew that everything must depend on that moment, I forced myself to give it. He was so good as to take it immediately. I dared not look at him, and ran away directly. I was in such a fright I could hardly breathe. My dear aunt, you do not know how miserable I have been. Frederica, said I, you ought to have told me all your distresses. You would have found in me a friend, always ready to assist you. Do you think that your uncle or I should not have espoused your cause as warmly as my brother? Indeed, I did not doubt your kindness, said she colouring again, but I thought Mr. de Courcy could do anything with my mother, but I was mistaken. They have had a dreadful quarrel about it, and he is going away. Mamma will never forgive me, and I shall be worse off than ever. No, you shall not, I replied. In such a point as this your mother's prohibition ought not to have prevented your speaking to me on the subject. She has no right to make you unhappy, and she shall not do it. Your applying, however, to Reginald can be productive only of good to all parties. I believe it is best as it is. Depend upon it that you shall not be made unhappy any longer. At that moment, how great was my astonishment at seeing Reginald come out of Lady Susan's dressing-room! My heart misgave me instantly. His confusion at seeing me was very evident. Frederica immediately disappeared. "'Are you going?' I said. "'You will find Mr. Vernon in his own room.' "'No, Catherine,' he replied. 
I am not going. Will you let me speak to you a moment? We went into my room. I find, he continued, his confusion increasing as he spoke, that I have been acting with my usual foolish impetuosity. I have entirely misunderstood Lady Susan, and was on the point of leaving the house under a false impression of her conduct. There has been some very great mistake. We have all been mistaken, I fancy. Frederica does not know her mother. Lady Susan means nothing but her good, but she will not make a friend of her. Lady Susan does not always know, therefore, what will make her daughter happy. Besides, I could have no right to interfere. Miss Vernon was mistaken in applying to me. In short, Catherine, everything has gone wrong, but it is now all happily settled. Lady Susan, I believe, wishes to speak to you about it, if you are at leisure. Certainly, I replied, deeply sighing at the recital of so lame a story. I made no comments, however, for words would have been vain. 